Wrestling with you, me content, not be sued. Some audience says, your discretion is advised. Advice, advice, advice. Wrestling with you, me content, not be sued. Some audience says, your discretion is advised. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is another episode of WPOV Global. I'm your host, the head-stuffed, dying of some kind of horrible thing in his throat, legend, TJ Logan. With me, hopefully, the better, and excuse me if I cough, but hopefully, health-wise, better, but we know he's pickled as hell, (laughs) it is definitely the gentleman, Elio Canella. What's going on? What's going on? Well... My voice, I don't know how it sounds to the people out there, but I know to me it sounds terrible. I've had a, I, it hurts today, okay? And folks, we're going to go through this episode. Hopefully, my voice does not give out. Now, the reason I didn't, this is what, I, you heard of the thing, uh, karma. Yep. Have you not, Elio? Karma? Yep. Karma says sometimes. No, not the wrestler. Shoot no, not the big wrestler. No, no. <laughs> um, karma says that you should watch what you say, because sometimes if you, you know, shoot your mouth off, you'll pay for it. Yeah. Now, it was just last week where I was bragging about being on 51 straight episodes Uh-oh. of and not taking a break. And then I wake up this morning with like, oh, my God, is my voice going to be able to go on? Wait a minute. Did, did, did that little puppet put a spell on you? I don't know. Maybe a hex. I, I, Do some kind what? of voodoo magic on you? Yeah. I you know think what? I think he did. I think he's a little jealous. I mean, didn't he like run off to like some foreign country and disappear and do all this crap while we did our show every week. Uh, and, you know, I'm not even going to get into that. But the thing is, folks, I did kind of brag about it, so I couldn't, like, wake up and say, well, I got a sore throat, and that's why I didn't come in. <laughs> um, so, no, we're going to do the show today. Elio, how was your week, buddy? My week's been great. Been great? That's good to hear. Yep. That's good to hear. Now, you know what? Uh, as Canadians, we just came off an election, and now me and Elio live on opposite sides of the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to tell you, the people on my side of the country were extremely angry oh. by the final vote. Uh-oh. You know, uh, We got a prime minister in there who got voted. <laughs> Believe it or not, folks, and this is what... Okay, this is what makes me mad, Elio. I have spent the last three weeks telling every young person that they should vote because your vote makes a difference. Mm-hmm. But then, when the votes were tabulated, the guy who lost had more votes than the guy who won but just because of seat ridings he didn't win so in the end i think that's how that's that's how it happened uh where i am like in my area yeah yeah. that's how it happened like he won they won because uh, they had more seats yeah so in the end it kind of in i guess in today's democracy your vote means shit so oh well (laughs) sorry kids you shouldn't listen to me i'm just an old bald man Shaking his fist at the at the sky. Anyhow, let's get into some wrestling because that is what we do here on Global. We try and scour the world looking for interesting stuff, and we have some interesting wrestling this week to talk about. Uh, before we get started, though, let's talk about our poll. Oh, okay. we do a poll. Elio, you you take over the segment. Talk a bit about the poll. My throat's a little bit sore. All right, so we put out a poll last week asking because as of late there have been like so many of these. Death matches, these uh, whatever, and um, so we put out a poll to the fans asking if that kind of match has a place in wrestling in this day and age. Should there the the actual question was in this day and age should there still be these so called death matches in wrestling? So sixty two percent. Oh, go on. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go no, on. Go on. What you're gonna say? Sixty two percent said yes, and thirty eight percent said no. And, and here's what I don't understand. Like, folks, we tried to be clear about this. And, and you know, if, if you if you voted yes and you didn't quite understand, maybe send me a note and say, this is, I didn't really get what you're getting at. We're not talking about like, uh, oh, we're going to have like a lights out match or the cool blow off matches. We're talking about these ridiculous matches involving uh, um, glass, yep. barbed wire thumbtacks, staple guns, mm-hmm. this kind of like ridiculous, weird, fetish, danger crap that I don't think belongs in wrestling anymore. This surprises me. 62% said yes. And, you know, I, I look at uh, the, we talked about that, the queen of the death matches, the king of the death matches. You mm-hmm. look at those uh, videos and you, if you happen to glance on, go online, 
folks. Go on YouTube. You can look up some of that stuff. Look at the audience. There's like less people in the audience than there are shooting and, and doing the, the actual match. You know, I know it's got a niche, I guess, in like video orders. So my thing was this. <coughs> Excuse me. Do we really need to have these kind of matches these days where people are legitimately bleeding each other, cutting each other. And we talked about this at length last week, and both me and Elio thought that in this day and age, this is kind of ridiculous with so much like danger of people actually getting hurt for no reason. Um, heck, there's who knows what kind of disease you can get, you know, from some scum scumbag who wrestles on the weekend and works at yep. the Bottle Depot during the week. You know, you don't know if he... You don't know. No, no. Also, think about this. Uh, one of the Marshall... One of the Von Eric brothers uh, wrestles without any boots. Imagine him in one of these matches. Oh, good call. Good call. I mean, it's still crazy that he wrestles without boots, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> a little dangerous to, it is. to have mean, to be in that situation. Oh. Now, we uh, dug into uh, we dug into the comment books to see if anyone actually yep. uh, talked about this. There's a few comments. Most of the people were like, uh, <laughs> you know, pretty blasé. They thought it wasn't a big deal. Uh-huh. Um, I want to address one guy named Drew... Shires. Uh-oh. And okay. he had the he had the brilliant of what the hell kind of dumbass question is this? And as I read this, I, two questions popped in mind. What the hell kind of dumbass name is Drew Shires? <laughs> and how stupid is he that he doesn't understand the question when we explained it to him? So I thought it was a straightforward question. I thought I worded it well. Oh, you did. You did. And here's <laughs> the problem, Drew. If you are too dumb that I have to break down every question into the simplest phonetical form for you to be able to understand it in small, tiny letters. You are too stupid to download the show, and we don't need you. Like, come on, man. Don't be a dumbass yourself. That's just troll bullshit right there. Okay? Uh, moving on. I just want to I just want to call out the troll. You know, we should have, like... They have hater alert. We should have, like, pull troll, the troll out with tro- a troll. No, troll patrol. Troll patrol. Drew Shires, the troll patrol has run you over. All right. Um, Lou Martinez says, I only say yes because wrestling is subjective, just like music, movies, and many other forms of entertainment. It's an art form, and it has audiences, then so be it. Okay, that does make some sense, okay? Mm-hmm. But what what, uh, what, 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 what art is there in stapling a dollar bill to someone's forehead? I have no idea. But you know what? Uh, as much as I don't understand, uh, I do know, like, uh, here's a great example. Today in work... I was playing uh, Russian techno music, okay? okay? People looked at me and thought, like, what the hell is this? Because, like, when they sing, it would all be in Russian. Yeah. Uh, there's all all this weird kind of music in the background. Most people didn't get it at all. They were just, like, thinking I was, like, I don't know, they thought I was high or something. But <laughs> truth of the matter is, I find it art forms and others don't. So I get the point that there are there's always going to be some people who don't. Watching people uh, mutilate themselves not my cup of tea. And it might not be your cup of tea, Elio, but maybe, maybe, as Lou Martinez says, maybe there is people out there who, that is their cup of tea, and, and oh, do we man. have the right to, to block right. it from them? That's fair. All right. All right. Uh, Tony Charles <clears throat> Elaine, uh, so I hope I said this right, Tony Charles Elaine said, took the words out of my mouth, Lou Martinez. Okay, so they're, they're kind of saying that, you know, maybe there is a place for it. Jeffrey Edward Gates says, Lou, I was only thinking the same thing. It's not my glass of scotch. But as long as it tells a story, it's wrestling and there will be people who are entertained. Once again, I wonder what kind of story is told with a staple gun. Uh, but hey, teach his own. I mean, maybe it's a horror story. I don't know. So, Elliot, we had a good talk about that. And, uh, we did. Are, are you surprised at uh, the results of this poll? I am surprised. Oh, actually, uh, I was, I, the one question I've kept, I keep asking myself when I see like this on MLW was... Now, why Jimmy Havoc uh, does this stuff? And I figured it out. I came up with the, the. I came to a conclusion. And what is that? These death matches just compensate for the fact that this guy has no talent. That's why he has to do this stuff. Oh, you know what? You hit the head right on the nail there, buddy. I, I, I. That's exactly how I feel. Have you noticed most of these hardcore legend guys or hardcore uh, competitors are really piss poor wrestlers? Yup. This Maryland man's wannabe with no talent. Well, that does sound like Jimmy Havoc in a nutshell. So, well, let's uh, let's talk a bit about some news, though. Is there some, I know we have two pieces of news that we want to talk about mm-hmm. across the wrestling uh, indie scene right now. There was. Elliot, what are you uh, about yeah, one of, one of them over the weekend, uh, Kenny Omega defeated Phoenix uh, to become the new AAA Mega Champion. Now, Mega Champion, uh, that's, that's an interesting yeah, title, so but okay. That's what they call it, the Mega Championship. I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, uh, interesting uh, dynamics there. You know, you've got uh, Kenny Omega, uh, currently uh, a big name in AEW. You have Ray Phoenix, who is uh, one of the Lucha Brothers, is a big name in AEW. So, and actually, they were wondering if uh, this would uh, bleed over into an AEW storyline. Ooh, I guess that remains to be seen. That would mm. be interesting. Now, my pe- my bit of news I want to talk about is there was a bit of a scare over the last couple of days uh, where it was posted mm-hmm. that Laparca was injured during a match, doing a, a dive, and was severely injured and could possibly be, you know, crippled or whatever. And people were, like, all buzzing about it. Um, but then it came out that it wasn't the Laparca everyone thought it was. Like, when, when you say Laparca these days... We assume they meant L.A. Park, right? Who, as in the in the late '90s and the early 2000s, was very big in in WCW as uh, La Parca. La Parca, yep. He is currently L.A. Park, and he wrestles for MLW next week, challenging, I believe, for the the world title in MLW. That's on, uh, yeah, um, November second, yeah, next week. Wow, okay. So yeah, it's Jake, already here against Jacob Fatu. So, you know, uh, but in the end. Um, it wasn't that L.A. Park. And here's an interesting situation, folks, uh, for people who are wondering what we're talking about. Uh, La Parca was a, a commodity, I guess, owned or purchased anyways by AAA many years ago when La Parca moved over there. Mm-hmm. However, when he separated ways <coughs> with AEW, um, AEW still owned all the copyrights for La Parca. So that is why he was forced to change his name to L.A. Park and wrestle there. And then AAA did... Uh, what I think is kind of sleazy. They brought in just another mask guy who roughly looked the same underneath the mask and called him Laparka. So now this guy's got a career off the back of somebody else's actual work. See, that, that's not cool. I, I don't think that's cool. Like, if you advertise one person, like, in this case, Laparka, it should be the actual Laparka character that's there. Because when fans are going to see shows, they pay to see the name on the partner in the main event or whatever and then they yeah. find out later that it's not the same guy that's to me it's not cool it's just like that, false, ad- false advertising right well you know what i decided that is going to be our hot topic of the week okay we're going to talk about people with trademarks and names and ownership by companies is it sleazy for a promoter to do this is it cool but let's get on to that now Let's get on to the hot topic, okay? The hot topic this week is I started thinking about this whole L.A. Park, La Parca thing, mm-hmm. and it made me think of probably the best, what, most well-known incident of this is when uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash left the WWE and went to WCW, and at the time, they'd been wrestling as Razor Ramon and Diesel. <laughs> How, however, the WWE, or at the time WWF, decided to block them from using those names because they owned the yep. legal trademarks. Yep. So instead of just forcing them not to wrestle under that name, they instead got two guys who looked vaguely, vaguely similar to those guys and started calling them Razor Ramon and and uh, Diesel and yeah, acting like we well, were supposed we, we, to pretend. No, the, the, the Diesel, uh, with the, without the sunglasses, he looked nothing like Kevin Nash. <laughs> do you know, hey, as a quick aside, do you know who that was, the Diesel? Glenn the, Jacobs. The fake Diesel? Glenn yes, Jacobs. who's Kane. Yeah. <laughs> That guy went on to have a career in the WWE, WWE or WWF now at he, that time. Yeah, I mean, he was even Dr. Isaac Yankum, yeah. if you go further enough back. But now here's my problem is this, and, and I can see, your, I can see your, um, your point here. It is sleazy mm-hmm. if you're advertising for somebody who's yeah. a known something, and then you substitute it for something else. I mean, you can't do that at a lot of places. I think it's extremely uh, sleazy. Like, I mean, you're right. I'll say Sorry? like when when I went to when I went to a live when I went to like live events, uh, my second being in October of 1990, Sometimes like if they're the person I can show up, they'll say it right on the on the program. Card subject change. Right. And, and you'll know right. you'll know ahead of time. Okay, this person might not show up. Now here's the thing: is there's actually a flip side to this because as as angry as it makes me um, get over this whole thing, I want to explain to you the flip side that. That makes this possible, okay? okay? Now, first of all, we talked about the fake uh, the fake diesel and the fake razor. <laughs> Let's take a look at uh, other people, too. I mean, we've had at least somebody like Sin Cara. When he came, he was mystical, yep. came over to the WWE. They signed him as Sin Cara. He didn't really work out. So then the WWE decided, let's take that character and put someone else under the mask to <laughs> make me look like him. 
and start calling him Sin Cara. And then when they, then they actually had a payoff there where they brought the original Sin Cara back yep. and had Sin Cara versus Sin Cara. The only problem they is had this whole, doesn't all... They had that whole weird light, lighting situation, which was really stupid at the time. Totally distracting. Yeah. Now, here's the thing is, that's one of the few times it actually worked out, but there are lots of times where the fake switch never really works out. Yeah. Now, I do know if I'm going to a WWE event <laughs> and I'm going to see Razor Ramon or Diesel at that time, and I've paid, like, you know, my hard-earned bucks to see these guys. I don't want two idiots dressed up that look <laughs> vaguely like them going through the motions. Right. I, I, I think that's false advertising. Yep. That's like, if, that's like if I went to the restaurant and I ordered a ribeye steak and instead they handed me, like, a, a, a grizzly old sirloin and said, yeah, well, it's steak, right? <laughs> Not cool. Now, here's the thing, too. Here's why there's a thing for this, though. Because look at the WWE fans in particular. Okay. When a wrestler comes out, they know every gesture. They know every catchphrase. Remember when Enzo would come out and he'd start and everybody would be yep. chanting along? Yep. And people like that. Mm-hmm. People like to yell what when Steve Austin's in there. They still they do. Like they, to, and that should even yeah. go in the book. I, yeah, that's but, already in my own book. So here's the thing. Uh we're already we want to go to a wrestling thing. We want to see what's familiar. Yep. I mean I mean, isn't that why there's T V shows and things? Because we see the wrestler. We learn the gimmicks, the talks. We want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So is it sometimes that horrible is if you don't have the real thing, is it better like you went to wrestling, say Elio as a young boy. Let's say as a young boy, you okay. went to wrestling. All right. And you went to go see um, I don't know, let's say you went to go see uh Sin Cara. Okay. okay. And say Sinkara did all these catchphrases and words and things you knew, and you were looking forward to seeing that, right? Mm-hmm. As a young kid, would it make a difference if someone else came out and was doing that? If someone else was saying, but dressed like Sinkara, but you, it wasn't the guy under the mask, and everyone knew it. Well, if at first uh, they come out, and I don't, uh, I can't really see see them good at the as soon right when they come out, uh, it might not bother me. But then if I look closer. I'll notice. I'll okay. notice just like yeah. by uh, their the way they're dressed. Like even if they are dressed like like the real Sin Cara. Okay. Now already, what if, I can always uh, tell. Okay. Well, what if this happened then? Suppose you want to go see a wrestler, okay. a who you knew all the catchphrases, you knew the things you wanted to see him. Would you rather have him not show up and be replaced by somebody who is pretending to be him, or would you rather him not show up at all and be given? Some really good wrestler who you've never heard about though, and you know nothing about him, I, but he I, puts on a good show. I'd, I'd want option B. If like if the person I paid to go see mm-hmm. couldn't show up, I'd want to, like replace him with someone else, like someone that I never okay. heard of. Maybe maybe now, we get a better a good match. And... Okay, now you're a longtime wrestling fan. Now, yep. other wrestling fans, the majority of wrestling fans, <sighs> who do you think they would prefer? Honestly, ooh, hard to tell with the fans today. <laughs> Yeah. See, I almost sometimes think that they would prefer to have the fake person because they know the chance, the moves, and the expectations, rather than giving someone else the chance. I mean, I, I mean, uh, you can have anyone coming out into the ring uh, to do a promo or whatever, and people will still be chanting "what," even if it isn't so yeah. cold. So it's hard to say with these with fans today. They, but well, I'd say they might uh, go with uh, whatever. Uh, Whoever comes out at that time. Okay, fair, fair. Now, folks, obviously me and Elio, we think it's sleazy. We think it's a bad promotional thing. Mm-hmm. And But we also recognize the fact that maybe there is people who would rather have what's familiar than what's good. So what I'd like you fans to do is, if you get a chance, write us this week. Tell us what you think. What would you prefer? Would you prefer to go to a wrestling thing where it had the... Somebody had the same presentation, pyro, uh, catchphrases, all that stuff that you're used to, but is being played by someone who isn't that person? Or would you rather have two unknowns, even though they're very good wrestlers, but totally unknown to you, come out on your on your show? I'm curious to see what pe- wrestling fans think. That now, should be interesting. Now, Elio, uh, we know we're in the midst right now of a New Japan tournament. Yep, yeah. And, and it is for the junior tag team titles now what that means is these are guys are under 210 pounds each so they're they're smaller dudes so you mean ishimori is not a heavyweight <laughs> ishimori is like what, <laughs> four foot two? 
<laughs> no, I, I'm going to say he's not a heavyweight. Um, <laughs> he would be beating your ass if he heard you right now, buddy. <laughs> All right, well, let's... You know what? We're going to take a quick look at uh, at the ter- the teams, the tournament so far. Okay. Uh, night one, night one. Was there uh, a highlight for you in night one? Um, I think the, actually yeah, it's the Rocky Romero and Rizuki Taguchi versus Clark Connors and TJP. Cool. As, what, what, as what, much as I am not like into like that into TJP, like I found this to be a pretty good match. I wish people would stop hating on TJP. I think he's a great wrestler. Okay. Get over it, Jim. <laughs> Anyways, my highlight of the night, uh, I really enjoyed Rob Eagles and Will Ospreay versus uh, El Fantasmo. Yeah, I'm not hating on TJP. Uh, Taj- I'm just saying I'm and, not and, as big a fan. Yeah, you keep mentioning every week how you're not a big fan. That's kind of <laughs> hating, Elio. Anyhow. Fine, uh, fine. You're going you're gonna to get it if you keep talking about TJP, man. Come on. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, Robbie Eagles and Will Ospreay putting on a really good match with, uh, well, El Fantasma, everyone knows, listening to the show, I'm a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ishimori, who, uh, the Bone Soldier is a pretty cool guy himself. Uh, any yeah. low light on that uh, card for you? Uh, low lights, uh, I didn't really have any low lights on this one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say even, though, I mean, you can't really shit on the young lions. I mean, they're just young guys who are just starting out and, and it's part of their show. So, I mean, we could easily go, oh, well, the opening yeah, guys. Except, um, I, I noticed that uh, at, at the end of the match, the guys that are already there established shake hands with each other, but the young lions don't shake hands. They just, like, swat them away. Yeah, it's because they're trying to put on the air that they're they're, they're going to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all Japanese culture. All right, so that, that was night one. Then night two... Um, any highlights on night two's cards for people? Want to, if you want people to look it up, what's a highlight that you you really enjoyed off night two? Uh night two would be uh, basically the the same the same one that I uh, had in uh, night one with uh, Rocky Romero. Like just uh, that match was just uh, great. I thought it was a great match. The, this is on the night two, right? Yeah. I'm trying to go. I'm going over my notes. With Rocky Romero, who did he who did he wrestle with? Unless uh, let me. Uh, See what we have here. Oh yes, Taguchi and Romero versus yeah, Tiger yeah. Mask. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying it's just they had the same match. It... Yeah, it wasn't a tournament match, but uh, it was it was a good match. Yeah. Um, whew. Uh, I I was tossed about this. I mean, uh, Eagles and Osprey uh, taking on Show and Yo was really really good, but I kind of dug uh, seeing Katamoro and El Desperado taking on El Fantasmo. And Ishimori, because sometimes it's fun to see two heel teams going at it. Where, I'm sorry, you say that. Not, I'm, I'm sorry, you say that wasn't a that wasn't a junior tag match. I, I can't remember. Oh no, I guess it, it was. It was Yamura. Yeah, Yamura. They, they, they defeated Tiger Mask and Yuya Yamura. Yeah, I just it, it throws me off Yamura. As soon as I saw his name, I forgot yeah. he was the young. They usually throw one or two young lions in there, and, and they're not always familiar to me. But uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I really like the bad guy versus bad guy matches, and the nice mm-hmm. part about it is. Uh, Kanemaru Desperado, man, they're they're with uh, Suzuki Goon, and they're they're total asses. And then Phantasmo and Ishimori, well, they're asses that are with Bullet Club, and they're not like the cool, they're not like those, you know, the cool bad guys that people want. They're they're just like dicks. So it's kind of <laughs> cool to see to see that kind of you know that kind of thing happen, eh? Um, yep. De- Desperado, um, Phantasmo still trying to use his kick guy in the crotch thing to to get ahead, but did not work in this match. I still uh, like uh, when he does that whole like walking across the rope. He walks right around the ring. Yeah, that that I like it and I hate it. I mean, I like it in the fact that it's kind of cool to see. But I mean, you should also be it's easy like kind, to, kind of copying. Pull him off there. Well, you can no yeah. forget that. It's just kind of ridiculous. I mean, any movement you could pull him off there or push him off there. This is true. Okay, so that part of it is like really you're going to spend the whole time letting this guy lead you around the ring. <laughs> but at the same time, it looks pretty freaking cool, too. So, yeah. yeah, I get that. All right, so the tournament is ongoing, and we're excited to... Uh, this was just the first two nights. By next episode, the, there'll be at least another two or three cards uh, in they, the they uh, had, can. They had a night three uh, took place um, on Wednesday, on the 23rd. No, oh, well, then we... I have... Are you sure? Yeah, I was looking at the, uh, I, at the NGPW uh, website. Okay, okay. I, you know what? I have not seen those things yet, so it's obviously going to be posted up for us probably tomorrow. Uh, we'll go over that later, but right now the current standings are uh, the top teams are 
Taguchi and Romero, Titan and Volador, and Kanemaru Desperado both having four, and then a bunch of teams at zero. Uh, is there any team? Obviously, I think you're you're really loving on um, on uh, what's his name, uh, Taguchi and Romero. Aren't yeah, you? as much as like uh, Rusuke Taguchi does all the comedy stuff, and like he's like he's pretty good. Okay. Um, so far, the team I'm really thinking is really interesting is Eagles and Osprey, man. Okay. They, they uh, they're flowing really well together, and uh, I think they might be the team to watch for this tournament. Okay. All right, so folks, next week we'll report on uh, more of what's going on in New Japan on this tournament. <laughs> right now, we're going to take ourselves a quick break. When we get back, we're going to look at our three regular shows. We're going to give them a bit of a rating. And I believe we're going to go into the book this week. So uh, we'll catch you kids in a few minutes. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is The Godfather, and you're listening to the POV Podcast. Hey, folks. Welcome back. Elio. Yes, sir. i got to tell you, man. I had to drink some water. My throat is killing me. Folks, if you hear me sniffle or make a weird noise or cough, I'm really sorry. Uh, but I'm trying to Iron Man through this. You know, if I'm going to shoot off my mouth, then i got to act like at least kind of act like an Iron Man, right? So... <laughs> Yes, I I, I I didn't spike your drink. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. I I, I I learned a bad thing about drinking uh, <laughs> drinking beer and uh, having cold medication one year. It's not a good thing, folks. Don't do it. I didn't realize I did it, and it messed me up really bad. But anyways, it's this time of the week where we're going to look at our three shows, okay? Yep. Now, somebody did ask me, scientifically, how do we come up with the scores for our shows? And I'm going to explain them right now, okay? Okay. We... We base the three shows that we have like a credit card. Like, not sorry, a credit card. A report card that you would get at school. Right. So if you're given an A, that means you know roughly an A is anywhere from 80 to 100%. Well, 80 to 95% because A plus would be 100. Yeah. Uh, if you're given a B, that's anywhere from 70 to 80. If you're given a C, that's anywhere from uh, 55 to 70. And if you're given a D, well, that's usually like from 45 to 70 and an f is just an out failure okay so we rate we rate the show how we feel like if it was a credit if i keep saying credit card if it was a uh school uh, report card how we would have given it the mark to send home to its parents so that's what we do on that front and then what we do is we compare the three shows with the score we gave them and whoever wins out that week who has the we felt was the better show the best show we give two points to Okay. Okay. If we feel you were kind of the second place show in the middle, not horrible but not great, we give you one point. Mm -hmm. And if you <laughs> don't manage to beat the other two teams, you get the goose egg. You get the zero. Then we add them. We're going to be keep a running tally of this votes, our, of our scores until Wrestle Kingdom, and at that time we'll kind of declare our winner of the year. Now it's funny to point out that ROH we still recognize them in there because we had started the year with them. Yep. Uh, but it's kind of funny how I think they've already been passed by AEW or somebody, or MLW. Actually, AEW uh, has caught up to them. They're both tied at yeah. four. And AEW is only into its third week. <laughs> <laughs> and and ROH we've been doing all year, so that's got to tell you something. Um, so anyways, let's get into our first show, the okay. WWE NXT UK. Oh, right. First of all, yep. what's your highlight of this of this? Uh, this card, I am going to go with uh, this guy is like one of my favorites, Ilya Dragunov versus Saxton Huxley. Excellent. I really uh, like definitely. this guy. I'm really a fan of this Ilya Dragunov. You know what? I was all I, I was very close to picking Dragunov as the highlight of the night. Mm -hmm. um, it was a, this was a very solid card. I like Dragunov a lot. Yep. I really do. Um, most of this card was really good, like most of the episode. I mean, um, there it had one or two things that didn't hit off well to me. But my highlight of the night, um, and I was surprised. Well, it's been it was a toss up. Okay, I was deciding if the main event, which I was very surprised at how well Gallus actually did, and mm -hmm. by winning the belts. However, for me, it was edged out slightly by uh, Eichner and Barthel winning over uh, Wild Boar and Primate. Oh, okay. I have that as my uh, second highlight. I that that's my first highlight, and uh, I I just think it was a very good match. Yep. It didn't cheapen Wild Boar and Primate, even though they lost, did not come across as uh, jobbers. They came across as as a really tough team. 
But it really also elevated Eichner and Barthel as like, man, these guys are a legit badass team. Yep. Okay. Gallus, give them credit. I'm, we were always we dump on them a lot, but they they did pretty good in this in this week's uh, match. Uh, what was your low light? What was the thing that? Oh, uh, my play? low light. I'm going to go with the. Uh, I have Zaya Brookside defeating Nina Samuels. That is your your low light of the thing. That's my low light. I mean, I like I like uh, Zaya Brookside, uh, but this match, I don't know. She she's good in the ring, but I just yeah I give this win a little light. Okay, um I wouldn't agree with that. I I, I I thought it wasn't the greatest, but it was probably one of the better Nina Samuels matches I've seen in a while. Uh, for what? me, the part that I, yeah. I and you're the one yeah, that, I'm you're, not a, you're not a Nina Samuels fan. What's going on? I'm not at all. I'm not <laughs> at all. But this uh, Zaya Brookside looked very good in here. We have a double turn. <laughs> However. <laughs> My low life, my low light of the night, uh, was all the nonsense between uh, Trent Seven and uh, Noam Dar. Oh, you know what, Noam um, Dar, I'm done with this guy. Like, yeah, I just I, don't I liked him. Noam Dar before. Yeah, I don't either. I liked him before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like when he first went over to two hundred five. Yeah, but uh, I can't stand him anymore. He's like an idiot. No, you know, especially this stupid um when he did that whole like press conference you could tell he was in the room by himself oh yeah i'll take this question over here it's yeah i i mean that was probably by design but the thing is what he's doing isn't funny or interesting or believable that, so that thing he does is funny no uh so noam dar is definitely my low light of the thing uh, I want to give special mention though. Anytime I see Rhea Ripley on the screen, uh-huh. I mean she was only there for a minute, and uh, she pretty much told uh, Piper Niven that she was a bag of shit and she didn't really <laughs> want to hang with her. But <laughs> but they can but they can coexist for a week, and that'll happen next did, week. Did you see the look on Piper Niven's <laughs> face yeah. after Rhea Ripley left? Like after she just got dressed out, it was pretty funny. Yeah, that, that was a pretty good laugh. So all in all, how would you rate this week's show? I'm gonna go. I'm scale. gonna give this a short B plus. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give it a B plus too. It uh, it had some solid good wrestling. Yep. It had some interesting development. I gotta say, I am a big fan of Dragonoff too. Um, I think they're doing great with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see where this whole story with him and Imperium is headed. Actually, I wanna and, I wanna uh, say something about that. Yes. Don't spoil anything. No, no, I I. I think he would um, be a good as part of Imperium, but he doesn't really need them. Is what is all I'm gonna say. Is I think, I think he would be a good addition, but he doesn't really need to be part of a faction. He does well on his own. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm hoping he doesn't join Imperium. I'm hoping he has some feuding with. Uh, well, I don't know if he's ready for Walter yet, but uh, he's definitely. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't put him yeah, in with Walter the, just yet. Who who's the German dude who's uh, Alexander used Wolf? To be in... Alexander yeah, Wolf. Alexander Wolf. Yeah, uh, I think him and Wolf would make a pretty good uh, feud. I can see that. Yeah. So and who knows? I mean, you're gonna have to develop somebody to go after a Walter pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, you see, we've been saying wrong. It's Walter. Man, he's he's, he's, he's still holding on to that championship. Yeah, that he is. So you know what? Uh, yeah, solid B plus around for both our sides. Yep. So let's head now. I I know going in this one isn't gonna do so well because. <laughs> Let's talk MLW Fusion. You know what? I okay, couldn't folks. even take down any of the names uh, in the, oh. on this show. They were all like I've Mexican a... wrestlers, aside from yeah, the I... regulars. And here's the part that's the worst, is they're Mexican wrestlers who I don't even recognize. No, I, I didn't even recognize. Wrestling. Yep. Yeah, because cr- the, the thing here is MLW has teamed up with Crash. Crash is probably the smallest promotion in Mexico. Why would they team uh, up with a, such a small promotion then? Uh, because obviously they were cheap and easy to get people with. Because, I mean, AAA and CMLL probably cost a lot more money, and they're already tied in with New Japan But it's not very and, good. These, uh, AEW. these shows have not been very good. No. No, they haven't. Uh, and this week continues the nonsense, <laughs> because uh, your favorite wrestler, Jimmy Havoc, was the executive I'm producer. I'm sure you're mistaken about that. Man, oh, no, no, he really was. He, he really was the executive producer. I'm I don't care. <laughs> Oh, you meant mistaken that he was your favorite wrestler. Yeah. Got it, got it. Now, here's the thing. I watched this match. The match is on here. I was... This is the third week in a row that I really felt MLW dropped the ball. And uh, uh, highlight of the... Uh, first of all, what was your highlight of the night? You know what? After thinking about it, I'm going to have to go with that uh, Tijuana Street Fight because 
The main event was just stupid nonsense. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to well, have I'm, to go with that, the street fight, because it's the only, the only thing that really stood out. Well, I'm going to agree with that. And it, it surprises me, because usually whenever you see any of the Contra unit out there, Joseph Samuel is usually the weakest part of the game unless he's throwing a fireball. So the street fight was cool. We talked about this before we went on, is the street fight actually happened in an alley. That was kind of cool. Yep. Um, and it really, it wasn't much of a match, but it really developed this ongoing story of uh, Fatu versus L.A. Park coming up. So that was a highlight. <coughs> How about the low light? What was the low light for you? The trios match, the opening match, was my low light. Oh, my me too. God, that was terrible. They were so bad. Um <laughs> I didn't rec- they they looked bad, they wrestled bad. Yep. I mean, you know that if you are on the same card where you're gonna have Savio Vega, old man Damien six six six, and Jimmy Havoc doing their, their uh no DQ crap, and yet you're worse than them, man, you are doing bad. I have a you're question. Was it, what, I have a question. What's the difference between yes. what's the difference between Damien six 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 and Bestia six six six? They're both the same thing. They're both 666. Um, yeah, well, one of them's the father and one's the son. <laughs> okay. I guess Damien's that makes the sense. old man and Beastie is the young son that uh, has taken up the name. You know, like, let's face it, okay, Damien 666. Just a stupid play on the, uh, what was that movie? Uh, the, the Old Man. The Old Man. Okay. Yeah. So, the, so there's an old oh, Mexican. Come on, man, that wasn't stupid. That was good. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Well, no, it was a good movie. I just meant it, this This wrestler takes this stupid name. Yep. Okay. In Mexico. So he wants to do hardcore matches years ago. I mean, the guy is pretty old. Did you see how old he looked? So Damien666, that's fine. Then when his son starts, he wants to kind of take up the mantle, but he doesn't want to be, I guess, El Hio, Damien666. <laughs> I guess he just goes the other route and calls himself Bestia666. Okay. It's, it's just silly. Um, that main event, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> no. Um, how, what would you give this week's uh, show? Oh, this week, it's going to get a solid... Uh, I don't want to give it an F. That's it. I don't care. An F? Woo, <laughs> I'm going to give it a C-. minus. I'm going to give it a C-. Minus. No, it's garbage. If I didn't have any interest in the Tijuana Street Fight, I would have been an F. You know, if it had all been... If that had been there and if it had been some other crappy thing they threw on there, but that was the only thing that changed it from a, a, an F to a C minus is the fact that the street fight was passable and interesting. It wasn't much of a it, match. It's just Marilyn Manson had this bloody fingerprints all over the stupid show this week. Now, um, so yeah, th- that is a rating. Now, I know there is something you want to do. Uh, you had an entry for the book. Oh, this yes. Week I do was have an MLW. As much, MLW. As, it, as much as it pains me. <laughs> oh, no. Why does it pain you? Uh, because we were both fans of this guy, and until you told me that you had a YouTube of some of his matches. Oh, in, no. In a, oh. You're talking Mats. You're talking Mats Warner, aren't you? Oh, Mats Warner. What are you doing? Okay, yes. He's devolving back into this hardcore garbage. <sighs> Mats Warner, you just made the buck. Oh, it breaks my heart, Mats. breaks my heart. <sighs> Okay, okay. Fair enough. You know what, folks? Matt's Ward is breaking our hearts, but this is the third week. I just want to point out now, this is the third week in the row that MLW has put in a show that I think has been way below the quality of all their other shows. I've not been... I really hope this side. trend of all these uh, death matches uh, goes away soon. and we get Because uh, I remember when I first uh, started on uh, Global... MLW was fun to watch every week. Yeah, it's not fun anymore. It's it's almost a chore. The last three weeks has been a chore watching the show, and that's not cool. I don't watch wrestling because I want to be bored or be disgusted, okay? so and you, know, and, you, and, you, and you know there's something wrong when I'd rather see Sammy Callahan on my screen than Jimmy Havoc. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. I, I got you, brother. Okay, uh, let's get to... I'm going to have to say the brightest point of the week for me so far. Let's talk about AEW. We're just a couple... We're just an hour away that we've watched it. Now, before, before we go on, um, I'm, we're going to make history here. We are? How so? We are, because last week you asked me to go back and uh, look, out, look at a match uh, from uh, AEW with the Jurassic Express uh, against uh, the Lucha Brothers. Okay. And in the and? Pa- in the past, you've always referred to Marco Stunt as my favorite wrestler, and my reply was, "I'm yeah. sure you're mistaken." Okay. After last week's match, I'm sure you're not mistaken because he's becoming my favorite on that show. Oh really? <laughs> so he did win you over a bit. <laughs> he did some of the moves that he did during that match. 
I was like, what? <laughs> I told you, I know, you know what? Usually we, we, we crap all over Marco stunt, but he put in a hell of an effort last week. And, uh, and, you know, as, and that's not just us talking. I even saw it on the internet. Even Chris Jericho uh, gave a shout out to Marco Stunt and defended yeah. him against uh, some of the fans that were like mocking him and uh, saying he wasn't great. Wow. Well, you know what? Good on you for being the mature guy, taking a look at it with a, a more critical eye. It doesn't mean next week we're going to hate Mark. We're not going to not hate Marco Stunt. He might fall out of our graces <laughs> again, but. He put in a hell of an effort for a guy who's probably only five foot one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's give him that. Okay, let's get into this week's AEW. First okay. of all, I thought bottom to top, it was a pretty solid show. You had your surprises. You had your great matches. They dove right in this week and went balls to the wall. I mean, there wasn't a lot you of junk. What? It was a you lot you of good what? matches. It also, it's the audience that makes it show. If the audience is into it, you're going to be into it. That is true. The AEW audience really kills it over the NXT like, audience. Like they were just like they were going crazy. They were like chanting AEW. Now, what was the highlight of the night for you here? I'm gonna go with the private party and the Lucha Brothers. Great match. Great match. I'm liking the private, I'm liking private party. They're really making themselves out to be something good here. Yep. Um I'm I'm gonna go for my highlight of the night. <laughs> was also a tag team match, but not your tag team match. I, oh. I almost picked that one. Okay. But the the one I picked was good for slightly different reasons. Okay. Is I really enjoyed uh, as much as I hate the Dark Order. I really enjoyed SCU defeating them because I thought it was a tremendously well done match. Um, still don't like uh, Dark Order. They still uh, I I okay. can't believe they're pushing these idiots. But SCU, I mean Scorpio Sky is on fire. Okay. And because and Kazarian looked like 10, 15 years younger in there tonight. Great match. I don't know. As much I also as, want to throw as much as I like SCU, uh, that had to be my that that was my low light just because of Dark Order. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, my low light of the night, and I know this is a surprise. This is going to surprise you probably, but I just don't know why. I don't know if it was the placement, if it was what it was, but I really could not get into Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. Yeah, you know what? Um, I I thought okay at first. I thought. Okay, might be good, might be a fun match, but nah, as as match went on, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I and I I love Kenny Omega. Yeah, you know, I've met him many times. I've interviewed him. Uh, he's a great guy. I like to see him, but uh, Joey Janela, for one thing, does not do anything for me. I, I'm no. not a fan of his work, and I really think this match suffered. You know, I, I did you, not you, enjoy know you know who really annoys me is Orange Cassidy. I swear, I just don't get this guy. I don't. Um, I don't. <laughs> I get him, but I don't like. I'm not a fan of it, but no, I get its what? place. I get what people see in it. You know, he's the ultimate hipster. <laughs> you know what I mean? And some people like that. Hipster, I mean, hipster almost... doofus. Yeah, true enough. True enough. <laughs> now, um, I want to throw out a special uh, mention, though. Is despite we knew it was going to be a, a, a finish that everyone would hate because they didn't have enough time to do it, mm-hmm. but John Moxley versus Pac was a pretty solid, cool match. Uh, a very good brawl. And you know what it reminded me of? What's that? John Moxley wrestles an awful lot like he's Steve Austin. He has that same attack, the same kicking, the same... And I don't I, know. He just, I mean, he's I mean, like the modern-day Stone Cold. I mean, I mean, he also has like some of the... Uh, not like a lot, but some of the same mannerisms as Stone Cold. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, it, and I mean this in a good way. It, I mean, it's not like he's copying him and ripping him off. Right. I think he, he kind of... The way he wrestles right now kind of encapsulates what Stone Cold used to be mm-hmm. and what we used to enjoy. So I like that. And, and I, I, I also I also like him a lot better in AEW because like he doesn't seem like con- constrained to like a certain way of uh, working in the ring. Yeah, he seems yeah. to be more free to do what he wants. Yeah, I I uh, I uh, I gotta say I've been enjoying John yep. Moxley since he's left WWE. I've liked him in New Japan. I like him here. Uh, I, that was just my special mention because I thought it was a pretty solid main event. Unfortunately, we knew it was going to be. I mean, they started with only like eleven minutes left in the show. You knew it was going to go to to a draw because they mentioned it was a time time TV limit draw or t- uh, a, oh, a limit to the TV ending. So <laughs> you you knew it wasn't going to go over. Uh, all in all, how would you rate this week's show? Um, this one I'm going to give it a B. A B. Ooh, okay. It was I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an A because it had the mm-hmm. excitement factor. I mean, you had some cool stuff like uh, 
Diamond Dallas Page coming out, which was kind of you know a what I'm gonna thing. actually I'm gonna say um see AEW knows how to use like names like DDP not like some, yeah not like some other companies that that wanna have their these uh, guys on their screen week in and week out and then crap on them and you know who <laughs> you are Impact Wrestling ouch ouch that isn't even what I was thinking but good yes even Impact I thought they existed. <laughs> It, it, they're like a nightmare that I keep hoping that kind of goes away. <laughs> so they won't. Now, in my head, as I'm Taliban-ing, Taliban oh my goodness, nobody please blow me up. <laughs> no, I'm not Taliban-ing dick, okay? I, I've got a cold here. I'm not Taliban-ing shit. Hey, hey, what's going on there? I don't know. I don't know. But I do know this. As I'm calculating, uh, and I'm thinking that... And, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm thinking if we're looking at the rankings for this week, I'm thinking AEW took first place. Yep, uh, NXT UK uh, took second, and um, MLW took last. Ugh, MLW. Please, get back to it. I loved you guys. I know, You know, right? the, the last three weeks have not been good. Not been good. So, uh, while well, Elio tallies up the, the results. Of I the already have been tallied up. Oh, you've got Oh, my goodness. Tell me, what are the results? From, and go from first place to last place. Okay, so in first place we have AEW with two, which brings them to six. In Ooh, line. okay. In second place we have NXT UK with one, which brings them up to 15. And in last place we have MLW with zero, so they remain at 16. So they are currently leading even though they've lost the last three weeks. Yeah, and that's only because they were doing good and right up until all this crap they started pushing on their weekly television shows. Wow, that's that's got to that's got to be telling for something, eh? <laughs> oh, ML. So, folks, I really hope MLW uh, gets a little gets back on track because uh, the show has not been good for the last three weeks. No, and it's one of the and it's it's been honestly in the last six months. It's the one show I tell people to watch. So now at this time, you know, we'd usually go into the book and stuff like this, but I'm going to be honest. My throat really hurts. I don't have I don't have the energy or the voice to yell and make fun of people. So I'm gonna skip going into the book. We we added someone into the book. We did next week. Maybe we'll open the. Well, you did, didn't you? Advance Warner. We did Advance Warner, yes, sir. Yes. So next week, uh, if my voice is back, uh, <coughs> not not so rough, we'll open the book and we'll make fun of lots of people. Okay. <laughs> TJ's gonna now, be a very very angry young man. Uh, I can't help it. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Folks, hey, Elio, did yes, you sir. know something? What's that? Did you know that, that we have a sister show? I did know that. WPOV, yes. they're on every Saturday and on the same network that we're on right now. You can find them on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, Podbean for free. There you go, folks. You know what? You can also get a hold of us if you want to write in mm -hmm. and... and uh, Tell us your POV on things. Tell us your point yeah. of view of what we've been talking about. Yep. We'd love to hear from you, whether good or bad, whether indifferent or stupid. Uh, we'll make just fun of you this just way. the same. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> you know what? You send, in, you send in a bright, intelligent, articulate argument. I'll read it, probably disagree. If you send in something <laughs> stupid and crayonic and moronic like the, go the goof in the poll, I just won't even bother, okay? So either way, we <laughs> all you win. you speak a new word, crayonic? Crayonic. I made that up. You like it? Yeah. And that's, that's for the all the vocabulary. That's for all the trolls out there. The <laughs> trolls, the troll patrol will get you. You, you crayonic idiots. Anyways, uh, if I was a wrestler, I'd use that in my promo. You crayonic idiots. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, we just want to say, you know what, fans, we we love the fact that you guys keep tuning in. Um, you know, I'm sorry I was a little hold sick on, this you week. Didn't even and, give out to the, hold on, we didn't even give out to where they can reach us. You can get us on. Facebook. I was just. Oh, go on. I was just about to do that. I don't go to... to hey, 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 Elio. What's I up? don't go to your house and mow your lawn. What the hell are you doing, buddy? I'm trying to save, <laughs> your, I'm trying to save your voice. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. You save my voice. You tell them so how to get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us at Facebook uh, on Facebook at uh, Wrestling POV Podcast. Uh, in Instagram, Wrestling POV 1. And then on that Twitter, on Wrestling POV. Excellent. You know what? We like to hear from you people. We know that there are many of you around the world who've been tuning in to us, listening to us ramble on about as if we know Jack, which we probably <laughs> don't. But if if people are stupid enough to give us a podcast, well, then we're stupid enough to talk about <laughs> stuff. Okay, so... <laughs> 
want to say a special uh, a special uh, hello to all of our friends across North America. Mm-hmm. That includes even you people down in Mexico who have been, uh, you know, the Americans. Thank you. Canadians, thank you guys. Uh, all across Europe, Asia, New Zealand, Australia, these places have been, we've been getting down viewers. And of course, I know I sound like a broken record, record but I'm going to say a, a special privyet to all my Russian friends. Thank you guys for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you every Thursday on this network. Watch wrestling, support your local indie guys, mm-hmm. and, and watch the best. This is your golden opportunity, people. For years, people have been saying that they want an alternative mm-hmm. to WWE. Well, now you got it. Well, well AEW... MLW, they're out there. New Japan, support those groups. If NWA you want Power. Wrestling different. NWA. We never. Sorry. You know, we may someday talk about that NWA Power. Pretty yeah. cool show. No, it is a pretty cool show. See, I, as I told you, it's it was, it's great. I just like, and it's a f- easy, fun watch. Yeah, and folks, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, if you go onto YouTube and put in the NWA National Wrestling Alliance. They've started a new show called Power, and Power is like a throwback show. I'm even there. It's, Elio Drake. Yeah. Oh, Elio Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I think you're mistaken, sir. Anyways. I'm um, sure you're mistaken. Oh, hey, wait, no, wait, wait a second, wait a second. That's interesting, but stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many catchphrases can I rip off today? Anyhow. Um, <laughs> NWA Power is actually, it's a studio wrestling show, just like the old days, set in a studio with uh, a studio audience, uh, interviews by the side. It's it's great. I know it sounds like you're going, what? But you watch it, and it really brings back the old school wrestling and in a fun way. So yeah, it does. I, I dig it. So fo- folks, you know what, Elio? My throat's just about to give out. You say goodbye to hey. the good people. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we will talk to you all next week for... My co-host, for the host, TJ Logan, I'm Elliot Knella. Take care.